Welcome to I Am The Pearl, where we would discuss spiritual, mental, and physical well-being. We are the conduit to the pearls of wisdom to source your fullest potential. This is our first podcast taking place on a most auspicious day, which happens to be my birthday, and a day of many firsts. The winds of change have blown through our country, and a clearing, so to speak, rebirth perhaps. At any rate, it's a celebratory occasion and a great day to know that you were born a pearl. Our first pearl is Goddess Bhuvaneshwari Ma'at, a metaphysical minister, queen clan mother of the Choctaw Yamase Muscogee First Nation, elder womb practitioner, granny midwife, and divine healer who has directly assisted sacred beings in matters of birth, sacred womb care and healing, herbal therapy, and nutritional health and wellness for over 32 years. She is a wonderful mother of seven beautiful spirits and four grand spirits who were all born naturally. Professionally trained in midwifery, Ma'at is known as Birth Mama, offering nutritional and herbal consultations for pregnant and non-pregnant women, men, and children. She takes a holistic approach to wellness through her herbal nutritional and mental treatments, deep breathing techniques, and meditation. Ma'at also, also offers prenatal and postnatal doula services as an Esperanza Community Housing Corporation perinatal and childbirth educator. She facilitates rites of passage and offers instruction in the sacred art of belly dance. In addition to metaphysical spiritual counseling, Bhuvneshwari Ma'at travels throughout the country offering workshops and training related to health and wellness, as well as providing holistic postpartum doula certification. Her pearls of wisdom will help you manifest your potential to create a beautiful, joy-filled reality and lifestyle. Welcome, Ma'at. Thank you. Thank you. So excited to be your guest. <laughs> well, great so to have excited. you as our first guest. Today is my birthday, and so I wanted to speak to birth. However, speaking to, and you have so much experience in this department, but I wanted to speak to the birth of new beginnings and basically healing, which is something you offer. So you offer guidance in birth and healing. And if that's something that our nation is certainly in need of now, it would be mm -hmm. those two things. So tell me, what are your pearls of wisdom to help those who desire to manifest their fullest potential to create a beautiful, joy-filled and reality and lifestyle? So one of the things that I would, I love to do is to help um, those who come to me for assistance to learn to love themselves. Um, that's the first for me and foremost, you know, thing that we need to address is the love of self. Because most times when someone's coming and maybe it's, it could be a physical um, disease, it can be something mental, whatever it is, it all comes back to how do I feel about me? And so I love to bring them to the point where they are, you know, um, they are the love of their life. <laughs> right. And so from there, all things can change from that point. And so I, I like to do something I like to do with the children. So people know that I do work with children, not just adults. I like to have children do the mirror exercise. And I have adults do this as well, but children respond very nicely to the mirror exercise and helping them to just look in the mirror and love themselves. Just start to, you can just say, I love, I love me, I love myself. They can use their name that was given by their mother and father. 
the vibration of that name. They can chant their name as they're looking at themselves in the mirror. And this helps them to, to really, um, oh, like I like to say sometimes in the beginning, adults and children will find every flaw. The first two days they're doing this, they're looking at themselves. Oh, what's that pimple? Oh, what's this? What's that? I don't like the way this looks. But after that, if you continue with the practice for at least seven days, you'll find that at the end, you start to find loving yourself. So there'll be something you'll say, oh, I like the way I'm smiling, you know, or I like this about me or that. And you start to really find the love for self. And so that's one of the main things that I like to do. And also, I like to help um, those that I assist to realize that you are truly the author of your life, of your book, and uh, your life book, and that whatever, wherever you're standing on your journey or in your novel, that, you know, you are the person who's responsible for that. And so teaching or assisting um, people into realizing that we are truly the authors of our book and nothing's by chance. And because of the way we're thinking, you know, that makes us move a certain way. Oh, and it's one other thing. I really, really, really um, love to, to talk about the programs, the programmings that we have, the programs that are in our subconscious that happens, you know, that we're programmed from the time that they say the third trimester of pregnancy up into the age of seven. Well, spiritually, I know I do rites of passages. So the, the elder who gave me, who gifted me the ways of the rites of passage that I use, you know, she told me at age seven, the third eye starts to calcify. So now we have uh, today's scientists, uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton is one of them who says that from the third trimester of pregnancy to age six or seven, right? The children are in a theta state. Theta meaning like a hypnosis state. So it's like um, they're in I hear and I obey state. Whatever yes, they're absorbing. Mm-hmm. They're absorbing and this is the learned behavior. It's the rudimentary, yeah. it's the foundation. So it's really important that they are nurtured to see beyond that during the formative years. So it sounds like your mirror exercise is really beneficial and perhaps something that parents should try to incorporate yes. in their daily existence for their children. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, you know, so I really, I really help, especially the adults or a child over the age of seven, we really help them to uh, find ways to rewrite those, um, you know, those programs. So you rewrite them with love. And if you're rewriting them with love, you're going to exude love. So you'll have love in your life. Things will start to flow in a different way. So you speak of love. Love is the foundation basically of our lives with love, love of self, as you said, you like to start with. Yes. And that reflection do you think that could transform the atmosphere and raise the vibration of where we are as a nation now, if more people are reflective and learn to truly love themselves to potentially share that love with others and, and how it, you know, reverberates throughout 
the way we are with each other. Yes, of course, because what's happening uh, in on the planet right now, if you look at the, the ones who are really behind a lot of the death and the destruction and, and whatever is happening, that all comes back to fear. So fear mm-hmm. has a very low vibration. When you look at vibration, look at words and things vibrationally, we're all vibrational beings. Everything has a vibration. Um, so love has a very high vibration. And if you spell love backwards, it means to evolve. So it has, you know, it has that potential to transform and transmute the fear. So one person can affect millions just by one person waking up and, and, you know, coming to the, um, opening of the eyes of the third eye, should I say, and saying, wow, you know, it's, it is truly about love, opening that heart and getting to that point where they can say, it's truly about love. I love myself. I'm going to exude love. I will show love no matter what. And it has to be love. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it has nothing to do with, um, you know, someone to say, oh, that's, that's old. turning the other cheek. It has nothing to do with turning the cheek. You don't have to turn anything when you are just pure love. The vibration of fear cannot Mm -hmm. even touch love because they're on two, you know, totally different wavelengths. Okay. So what we've experienced prior to this date, and we hope that we will evolve to learn to love more, but it seems that that inciting of fear did change the vibration and people reacted, reacted in a form of evil, or you can say, or mostly hate. Yes. Um, So we encourage and invite everyone to possibly start looking at other ways to transform that way of being, starting with self, because that's where we all have to start. Yes. And and teaching that to our children, granted that their teachable moments begin in the womb mm-hmm. until they're about seven. And I would say they're even more impressionable around five these days with access to social media. Some children seem to be more well-versed with technology than perhaps their parents yes. um, these days. <laughs> so monitoring that and enriching their lives with positive self-reflection and affirmation is really important. Mm-hmm. My aunt, yeah. there's a technique that I know that you had shared before that um, I know you'll be incorporating in your services that would be beneficial too in terms of accountability. Can you share that a little bit with us? Yes. Yeah, so it's called Ho'opono Ono. And it's an ancient uh, way of the Hawaiian, the indigenous Hawaiian people. And I, I, I said once before that once I really researched and looked at it, I also realized that, you know, this, this, um, this way goes all the way back to ancient Kemet, ancient, what people would call Egypt, but ancient Kemet, the original name. So basically what, you know, what would happen is a family, say you and I had a disagreement and then we would come before the elders and we would have to both come and state these phrases that would help 
us to um, dissolve whatever problems that we're having with each other. And they're, they're uh, simple statements, but they carry a lot of weight and there's a and high vibrational. So we would say, I would say something to you like, thank you. And then I would say, I love you. I would say, I apologize. And I would say, please forgive me. Right? So by me saying those four phrases, I have taken ownership for my part in whatever disagreement we're having. I have thanked you for coming to be a part, you know, of the solution and being willing to do that. I have apologized and I've said, please forgive me. Oh, and I said, I love you. The most important, I kind of lost track, but the most important, I said, I love you. So I took ownership. I thank you. I apologize and ask for your forgiveness. And I said, I love you. So um, it's, it's, it seems very simple, but because of the vibration of those phrases, it carries a lot of weight and it can move energy. So uh, I definitely will be offering those services at my place and you can come. I, I have a, a office now, or I, I wanna say an office storefront a beautiful environment <laughs> where you can come and I can work with you with those. And be nurtured. So again, uh, part of creating a beautiful joy-filled reality and lifestyle, uh, basically kind of rooted in that one exercise that you do is taking ownership. Yes. And that's related to self-reflection you you spoke to earlier uh living in gratitude even for the opportunity to right wrongs or just to acknowledge certain people um and conditions in our lives so gratitude is really important Mm -hmm. and then to apologize again that goes back to onus you know when you are acknowledging that there is something you did whether or not you know what it is Uh, obviously you guys wouldn't be at that crossroad if something had to occur, whether intentional or unintentional, but just acknowledging and apologizing for your role. And then lastly, and most fundamentally, you speak to love. Always letting someone know um, that they are loved. Like you've mentioned this several times, and even to listen to your voice, you know, when you speak, Mm -hmm. you hear the love resonate from your voice. Mm -hmm. Or I know that often when we speak or I give you a call, I know that you're smiling. (laughs) (laughs) Also, when people, I I stated that to say that when people feel that or hear that, because sometimes that's what's missing, that actually could help create a whole new path. There's one last thing that I know that you speak to often too, is um, not only have we been blessed with the gift of love, we've also been granted the gift of choice. And I think part of what would help heal our nation or transform the vibration is for us to be present to to the ability to choose who we will choose to be, whether or not it is to be in that love light or if we're choosing hate. The reality is that that we always have the opportunity to reverse that choice. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yes, definitely. So free will, you know, our choice, every uh, spirit gets to have that. It's a wonderful gift, just like love. 
So we all get to have that. And definitely we, that still goes back to me saying that taking ownership and just knowing that you have that choice and whatever your choice is on your journey, you know, you're the author of your book, of your life book. So on your journey, what choice, what choice will you make? What role will you take? It's up to you. But if we, you know, in terms of the nation, this is a, this is a planetary thing. The whole planet is vibrating on different level right now uh, because of the choices, the collective choice that has been made by the majority. So we're, we're at a, a crossroads now where you either choose fear and you live in fear, which causes death and destruction and um, uh, disagreements and hate and pain and suffering, or you choose love, the flow, the lighter side. You go with the flow of all that is good. So, you know, it, I don't, <laughs> I said before, I think that I'm really, I'm, I'm a part of, you know, the group that has chosen love because that vibration, the vibration on this planet needs to shift. And so, and, and I have to say with or without those of us who are on planet earth right now, with or without us, the vibration will shift because mother earth will take care of herself. So we have to remember that. But with our love vibration, it can shift even faster and it'd be more powerful shift. So that's where we have to take this. And we have to always remember that there's nothing more powerful than that, than that vibration of love. And we have to be present that Mother Earth has given, granted us her gifts for so many years. Mm -hmm. She feeds us. She bathes us. You know, she gives us the ability to live and sustain us. We must take care of mm -hmm. her. And part of that would be to have that vibration um, reverberate throughout the country, throughout the world. And it begins with us, an individual person. Yeah. So Ma'a, can you please tell those who are interested in changing the vibration from Mother mm -hmm. Earth where they can come and be nurtured um, physically, mentally, and spiritually? Yes. So I am at 1547, but actually the address is 1549, but we give you 1547 because that's how you will know you're in the right place. The... Um, the how do you say it it's called Hopkins Village and it's on North Lake so 1547 North Lake in Pasadena California and you can go to birth mama b-i-r-t-h-m-a-m-a dot o-r-g and click on schedule an appointment and you can um, schedule an appointment with me and my calendar is there to let you know what appointments are available and what services are available. And you just choose what you would like and come. And I would love to sit with you. I would love to um, talk with you to, to assist you in any way 
that you need me? Well, take it from me, everyone, that um, she's the real deal. And she has been, uh, she assisted me as birth mama with uh, directly with two of my sons, but with all four of them, she has been a spiritual birth mother and assisted uh, postpartum Mm -hmm. and prenatal. Mm -hmm. And it's, she helped create beautiful experiences for each one of my births. One of them, which happened to have been a hospital birth, the only hospital birth um, and cesarean uh, that I had. And I can say that that was, you know, initially I thought it would be a traumatic experience. It ended up being just as beautiful as my other births. And it was all due to uh, my aunt's birth mama's guidance and counsel and just the divine intervention that I was blessed with throughout those processes. So it was really a blessing to know her. She's well knowledged. She does help you heal. <laughs> Um, in all aspects of your life, and you will be blessed. You can also contact her at... Ah, you can contact me. Um, you can go to my Facebook, um, Pilar, P-I-L-A-R, Ma'at, M-A apostrophe A-T, or Birth Mama. That's my professional page on for, on Facebook. And my Instagram is help, H-E-L-P, the letter U, heal, H-E-A-L, help you heal, or B-I-R-T-H-M-A-M-A-I-N-T-L. So that's at Birth Mama I-N-T-L. I wanted to just say before uh, we end the podcast that I also teach the sacred art of belly dance. So helping you to heal from the core, from the beginning, from the center, from your navel, and having everything just vibrate out, of course, in love. But I I definitely wanted to say that offering private classes as well as group sessions. Yes, thanks. Well, we want to, again... Thank you for sharing your pearls of wisdom. And we hope that you will have the opportunity to visit Bhuvaneshwari Ma'at, Birth Mama, to create a beautiful, joy-filled reality and lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Again, remember, you are all born a pearl. Thank Thank you, you and happy, happy, happy solar return. I love you. Love you too. Thank you.